I'm Luka Doncic and this is Locked On Mavericks Podcast. This is gonna be huge. 360 in the contract. Never that. I just take the contact. I bring it back. I'm running on the fast break behind the back. Yeah, this that, this that, this that. Jerk with the Welcome. You are locked down to the Dallas Mavericks. My name is Nick Angstead, lead analyst at Free Dawkins on YouTube and host of this podcast. Joining me as always, my co-host, contributor at Mavs.com. What do you have for me, Isaac Lewis Harris? My middle name's not Lewis. <laughs> Isaac Lou Williams Harris. Lewis. It's Friday. What's the L stand for? Lewinsky? I don't know. Ludicrous? Guess. Isaac Ludicrous Harris. That's a great How that, did your, you know? How did your mom know to name you Ludicrous before Ludicrous was probably famous? Luda. <laughs> oh my gosh. Today's Friday, guys. You made it. Let's go. Unbelievable. So, okay. So I went to the doctor a few days ago. One of the most annoying things to do is to be like a new patient because I switched doctors and just to have one closer to my work. I hate, like, when you're the new patient, it's like super, super annoying. Mm. So they're asking me my whole like family's history of like, I filled it out as best I could, but I was just pretty vague. I don't know a lot of my family's family, like medical history. So then they go back over it in the office and they're like, all right. So, uh, yeah, your dad had like a, a collapsed lung heart attack thing when you were younger. I'm like, yeah. They're like, what kind was it? I'm like, like I don't know. I was, I was like, like under B- 10 years old. It's like you BS the homework and then they go over it like line for line in class. Like in yes. Front of in, everyone. in my face, just <laughs> yeah. like to me. And they're like, yeah, well, what kind of heart attack was it? I'm like, I don't really, I don't remember. I was like under 10. All right. So was it this kind or this kind? I don't remember. I was under 10 years old. I had said this like three or four times and it ended with the doctor looking at me saying, well, it sounds like you need to talk to your dad and find out more information about what happened. Well, do you want me to switch back doctors? I would almost drive back to my original doctor. Why are you getting hasty with me, bro? Like I'm, I'm wow. giving you business. I was so frustrated. Now I'm on like three different meds and I, it's not working. And so I'm even more frustrated at it. And anyway, I'm just getting all my rants out right now. <laughs> fiery. I did not expect fiery Isaac about the doctor today. And his name was Dwayne. So I thought about, wait, no, it wasn't. It wasn't. No, Dwayne. I was stop. Come on. Just kidding, guys. Just <laughs> <It was LeBron. laughs> kidding. <laughs> my name is LeBron. Dr. No. LeBron. <laughs> Oh, man. All right, on the podcast today, we're going to get to training camp notes. There are some notes from training camp today. And then we will also get to our playoff picks. Oh, man, this is tough for me. So we will get to those playoff picks, our championship picks as well. And uh, that will finish up our board bets, for for us at least. Um, but for everyone else, board bets, they're still out there until the first preseason game. So go to the at Locked on Mavs Twitter account. Hit that link in the pro, the pinned tweet on there. Vote. I think we're, we're past like 250 people that have voted so far. So Let's appreciate everybody that's done that. That's a lot more than I expected. So go vote on that. It's super easy. You just have to put down a name. Also, there's some weird names that people have put down. Uh, it might just all be your Twitter handles, but I do not recognize any of them as names. <laughs> a, lot mm. of, a lot of them. Just like a random jumble of letters. How am I going to read this? Use the, anybody use the name Maven? <laughs> Hey, imagine. No. On a serious note, we I, I hate everything that's happened with Sports Illustrated right now. 
It's I grew, so like, frustrating. A lot of us grew up reading Sports Illustrated magazine. I was trying to like I was talking to my wife about that tonight, and I'm like, man, getting Sports Illustrated the magazine was yeah. like the thing when I was a kid, and now just seeing like just media as a whole. But like obviously we're focused on that situation, you know, today in the sports world. But it just it sucks. Just everything about that story. Just it seems like it was really shady how it went down and what we're all reading right now. And I just it just there's a lot of good people that write for Sports Illustrated or wrote for Sports Illustrated. Yeah. And hopefully uh, they land on their feet soon. And there's still some that are there, you know, the the right form that are yeah. good. They didn't they didn't like let go of everyone, but they let go of a lot of good people. And it's a, it's a weird slippery slope in you know sports media, and it's just a we- really weird time to get into it. If you ever listen to like Bill Simmons and Brian Curtis ever talk about how to get into sports media right now, it's just a weird weird way. And you know, you and I have come across this where there, you just have to you just do stuff until someone pays you to do it, <laughs> right? Yeah. And but but because we're doing stuff like because there's the SB nations of the world, which is kind of what this Maven is trying to do. They're creating all these individual blogs of all these semi-part-time, some people just volunteer kind of people. There are enough people out there that want to just do this for free, then that takes away from the people that are doing it full-time and doing really good stuff. And sometimes they get the the same number of clicks because there's tons of clickbait articles, and if you can write the right headline, if you can hit it at the right time, man. And Like you said, like SB Nation does it. Fansided does it, yeah. and like Fansided for a while was owned by like Time Inc. So and that's it's like, where we that's where we came from too. We were part we're exactly. honestly part of the problem, but that's the way that you have to get into it now. That's why, it, yeah. When I was with Fansided, I'm like, and I would see some of these layoffs. It's like, man, you hate that because you look up to these people in the yeah. sports media world, and then you're like, in a way, you're contributing to that too. And yeah. so it just it's a really weird spot to be in when you're trying to get into the sports world, but. uh I don't know where it goes from here, but I just know that the Sports Illustrated thing sounds like I just, yeah, I hate all of it. And it's weird seeing the decline of a company like that, that a lot of us, a lot of listeners on here grew up reading. Yeah. And so you, you just hope that, the, you know, the cream would rise to the crop. The people that were really good can, you know, find a new spot and that there would be a place for that where people can find. Uh, and you'd hope that, that consumers would want the the better stuff, you know. The stuff yeah. that like Zach Lowe writes, hopefully that that stuff like that will never end, right? And That's what you just, wonder. Yeah, yeah, you wonder like what? Where's the line? You know, there's a lot of stuff that contributed to the Sports Illustrated stuff, but you see something like my literally my favorite sports writer of all time was Lee Jenkins, and man, he went off today. <laughs> he yes, yes, he did. Uh, <laughs> Lee Jenkins what is just an incredible writer. And obviously he works for the Clippers now, but you know, he was sports illustrated forever. And like, he was literally one of the only few dudes that when whatever he wrote on, no matter yeah. what it was, I would click on and read it because it was that good. And so it's like, yeah, it's just, it's a weird spot. It's weird to see where media is at now and who all. Yeah. And with the, the power, honestly, the power of social media, the power of Twitter, uh, that, Gives every, yeah, anyway. Gives everybody an opportunity, and just because everyone has an opportunity, that means that, you know, (laughs) it's all fair game. It's all out there. All the clicks are out there to be had. So, yeah. All right. Uh, You can also vote. Uh, you can vote on our board bets. We already talked about that. Five-star iTunes reviews. Appreciate everybody that's doing that. couple questions from the five-star iTunes reviews from Lala Lauren. Shout out to the other female listeners. Shout out to all the female listeners. We've heard from a couple recently, and I just really appreciate it because I just don't know if you're out there or not. 
Let's go. <laughs> Do you guys follow the big three at all? I'd love to hear what you think about the league. I went to a big three in Dallas, not last year, not the year before maybe, but the year before that, and I loved it. I thought it was great in person. I thought it was it was uh, exciting. It's hard to watch on TV for me. Uh, the ha- Just something about the half court, it's just hard to watch, and then there's just so much of it. The, the thing that's cool is that it's all in one day, and so you go there, and it's like an event, but I'm not. it's not appointment viewing for me to go watch it, and it's cool that these guys get this you know, extra, you know, time to play basketball and they get this extra opportunity, but it's not appointment viewing for me. Honestly, I kind of view it like the WNBA in the sense of like careful. No, I'm just saying. And the fact that I I'm glad it's there. I hope it does really well. I just, I, I'm not into it as much. Um, but I'm kind of like an inspired Bill Simmons talk about this the other day. Uh, I think it was with Chuck, I forget how the same last name. Closterman. Of like when he got older, he like dropped things. And yeah. I'm like, that's really weird, but that's kind of like in the spot now. Like I'm just, in a, yeah, I'm just super busy right now with, you know, life and work and kids and yeah, wife and everything to where I used to be into baseball. I'm not into baseball. I used to be in the UFC. I don't watch UFC anymore. Like honest, it's just, I only focus on NBA like even oh well, like college football I never got into. Yeah. Like NBA, college basketball as much as I can with Tar Heel stuff, but and then like NFL, but like it's like anything else I can't really get into as much. Just because I, I, I want to put like Chelsea, I'm trying really hard and I'm keeping up with it like decently well, more than I thought I would. But I'm still not DVR in every game and watching every single minute of every single match that's played and. You know, so I have loved the Chelsea thing. I've watched every game. It's been so great. I love it. Except for what's up with Pulisic? What's up with Pulisic? I can't. I, I, or we can Pulisic. do a whole pot on that. That, that is frustrating that. to me. Okay, on, and then another question. Uh, he, this is East Bay Mavs fan. Had a couple of questions, and the one East that I, the one that is the, remember East Bay. <laughs> love East Bay. Um, the one question that wasn't uh over yet, like time, like timed out. Why didn't KP finish his injury documentary on his rehab and recovery? Uh, this goes to a lot of media things, I think. Starting a media thing is fun. Finishing media things are not fun. How many Mavs podcasts have you guys seen that have popped up? And mm. I'll help anybody start a podcast. Uh, that is a thing that if anybody asks me, I will help you get it started. I will come on your podcast if you prove that you're actually going to be committed to it. Uh, I love helping people out in that way. But to commit to something like that is hard. There are very few that really commit. And I think that's probably what happened with this. So with the KP documentary. That is my thoughts on that. Uh, Sure, I echo that. Okay. Uh, Today's podcast is brought to you by Manscaped. It's the number one product for in... (laughs) It's the number one product in men's below-the-belt grooming. I tried to create my own copy there. It didn't work out. I tried to edit it in the middle. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code LOCKEDON at manscaped.com. I promise. It is a safe-for-work site. Manscaped.com. Promo code locked on. All right, Isaac. So a couple training camp notes. The Mavericks will not practice today on Friday. They're taking it off. and uh, They originally had scheduled to do it. Uh, can we just assume that the Mavericks have learned everything they needed to and that they are going to win the championship and that's why they're not practicing today? Um, of course, 82-0 and they can play it right now. I saw somebody say 94-0 and the other day and I was like, oh my gosh, that just blew my mind. That's, that's all of the games, so. right? I seen I seen just a simple post today 
on Twitter and it was like their first five games on like an app. It was like a screenshot of the schedule and it said, guys, it's looking like five and oh at the beginning. I'm like, come on. Like <laughs> I'm really excited for this season, but let's, let's try to just let's not do our schedule rant yet. We already yeah. did our schedule rant back when it came uh, out like in July. Yeah. Oh, gosh. One of my, <laughs> yes, pet peeves of scheduled things. Anyway, let's just hold off. Let's hold off before you try to predict ten and 0, 5 and zero, and just look at the schedule. Especially at the beginning of the season, it's impossible. Also, Rick Carlisle had some great things to say about Isaiah Roby today. He was apparently the last one on the court. Uh, there was a picture. Of the I already morning. showed up at three thirty this morning. The Dallas Monkey. Why? Why is that a thing? I'm going to show up at two a.m. It's the. It's the. Honestly, uh, sounds stupid to me. I know. Like Lou Williams was commenting on it. He said, "Man, he's going to have those guys tired." <laughs> you show up at three. I'm pretty sure the training staff would recommend for that not to happen because yeah, they they want them to like get adequate sleep and stuff. I I, I mean, I could be wrong, but Doesn't did Jimmy lo- go to sleep at like six o'clock in the afternoon <laughs> the day before? He's or? on the Mark Wahlberg plan, which they're actually friends, so that actually works that he's on the mark Wahlberg plan but yeah lebron doesn't lebron sleep like 10 hours a day i don't know so uh, whatever i'm sure we'll find out because espn will have it covered yes <laughs> we, we we had a graphic today of the of the closing lineup get, at practice that unbelievable i'm so sick and tired of this lakers coverage already this is the going to be the most covered team ever like it, it, because of the extremes that this media world brings in 2019-20 it it literally will be the most this might as well be the press box right now we're just going all in on any type of media right now unbelievable like i'm so it's it's just laughable at this point like lebron is literally going to pick his nose in practice and it's going to be reported on and i'm gonna get a freaking espn ding on my phone says lebron white snows on practice jersey, has no, to switch jersey. No, on Rondo's jersey. What does that mean for their relationship? So freaking dumb. And the thing, yeah, the thing today, with with Kuzma being out to injury, this was the closing lineup. In practice. I'm, I'm going to go out on a limb and say Caruso's not going to be in the closing lineup, oh, no come matter on, if Kuzma's hurt or not. Don't come at Caruso. Okay. I will not take that slander on this My podcast. bad. Caruso is in for Kuzma. Therefore, he KCP is, is going to be in the closing lineup. Get he is, out of according here. According to Dave McMenamin, Caruso is the second most athletic player on the, Maver- on the Lakers. Unbelievable. <laughs> that made me laugh today. Which, But honestly, it shows the difference between the fan bases because that, that article will get more clicks than maybe any Mavericks article that ESPN will do. Lies. No. I mean, we have Luka and KP. Get out of here! There's just, the, the the Lakers fan base is just rabid and 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 kind of stupid. <laughs> I want them to be bad so bad. Anyway, we're talking about Isaiah Roby. He was the last one on the court after practice today, and Carlisle said that his shot has improved, which is good. His defense has gotten better, which is exciting. And the mm. quote: "He's an amazing kid," which is an aptly titled pronoun because he definitely looks like a kid. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't expect Roby to play much this year, but he seems like an awesome kid and pretty wow. much everything Rick said. Wow, that we're calling him kid? Are we the old we're we're the old guys now? Okay, well most rookies I don't really feel like we call kid, but he, he just he looks so much younger than the rest of the people out there. It's unbelievable. But he does have a unique skill set for his size and I'm anxious to see how he develops this year. Yeah, I'm hope I'm excited to see a couple of his G League games today, like this season. If he get if he goes down to the G League, yeah, 
Uh, also, Kristaps Porzingis said after three days of practice, he feels great. Uh, there's nothing, no setbacks, no nothing. He feels really, really good after three full days of practice, which is awesome. He also said that he didn't remember who won the three-point contest between him and Luca after the after practice, but he did win the half-court shooting contest. We talked about stretching the three-point line out. Can can Porzingis stretch it all the way out to half-court, Isaac? <laughs> he could. I'm just going <laughs> to... Guys, we've had a couple of days of training camp now, and if if you can get a shot of the Luca KP like shooting, if you can just get them shooting, it's going to it's going to trend on Twitter, <laughs> um, because that that's like the thing. And yeah, Luca and KP shooting after practice, it's going to be a staple. We're going to love it every single time. I I I don't want to read too much into it, but the the three days in a row, full full on practice. That is super, super encouraging. I know we've said he's 100%. He's ready. He said it. Team said it. All this different but stuff. But we're seeing it but in the, practice. Yeah, the fact that it's the third. Like, I, I was fully expecting, oh, KP, you know, was limited today. Precautionary reasons. Yeah. You know, just all this stuff for like third day in a row. All this stuff. But full on, all three days, he's saying he's feeling the, the best today. Just the same. Like, that's the stuff you want to hear, and that that is encouraging. That's the stuff right there. That's the stuff. Also, Porzingis responded to R.J. Barrett saying that if he could dunk on anyone, he would want to dunk on Porzingis. He said, quote, that's fine. I'm a shot blocker. Despite what some people are saying, I'm one of the best shot blockers in the league, and I'm always up for the challenge. I think that's a pretty good goal for him to try and dunk on me. That would be cool. I respect that. Ooh. That like that's it. a that's a quote right there, and I like that quote a lot. Heck I'm yeah, one, I'm one of the I best. I want to know the people. I'm one of the best shot yeah. blockers in the league. I'm always up for the challenge. That's a pretty good goal for him to try and dunk on me. Like that, that's a way to come back at it. Say, hey, yeah, challenge accepted. You know, if you want to dunk on me, come here, come to the rim because he is one of the best shot blockers in the league. That's no BS. That's what I was saying. When, uh, yeah, I don't understand when he said some people, despite what some people saying, whatever. I'm like, I, I want to know who thinks he's not one of the best shot blockers in the league because he is um, over two blocks a game when he's playing. And yeah, it's, so RJ, bro, I mean, RJ's got a dunk first in the league. He's just got to play in the league first before. <laughs> it's become kind of a about. straw man argument, but some people lump him and Luka together because they're, you know, Euro scorers that he doesn't play defense. But that's just completely false. Yes. Completely false. So uh, I think it was... Anyway, it was one of the, it was on one of those Fox shows that somebody actually said that he's not a good defender. And so I do like that Porzingis responded like that though. I do. I, I love it too. All right, let's. Uh, coming up next, we are going to get to our playoff picks one through eight mm. in each conference, and then our conference finalists, the final four, and our finals picks. The final countdown. Are you ready for this, Isaac? Harris? Yeah, I'm ready. Coming up next. All right, Isaac. So our playoff picks. We usually we we haven't told each other either. So yeah, I, I'm anxious to see if we have any huge differences in these. Yeah, it'll this will be interesting to see how we are similar in these. Um, okay, let's go. Let's go eight to to one in the East. Oh, in the East, God. Let's start the, in the in East. The, the bottom of the East and the well, the bottom of the East playoffs, like six. Yeah, six, seven, eight was difficult for me. Very tough. Eight, I picked the Raptors. Wow. Eight. Yeah, put them at eight. Okay. Oh, I think they'll be better for sure. You do? Okay. 
I'm yeah. I'm I'm a little lower on them. I thought I thought you wouldn't even have them in, to be honest. No, because I mean, one, yeah, they just won a title. I know the, the Kawhi stuff for sure, but if this was a team, I'm trying to think. If Kawhi took somebody like the Orlando Magic to the finals and won the finals with the Magic, and it was you know that a younger team like that, I would be a little bit more worried. The fact that this team has a Kyle Lowry, which he looked a, looked like he put on a little bit of weight, and some of his pictures. Are yeah, they're the gonna day. do some load management with him this year. But like Kyle Lowry. Uh, Mark Gasol, Serge yeah. Ibaka, they still got the vets. I think Siakam keeps getting better. Uh, Fred Van Vliet, you know, and I, I love that they took these flyers on these wings, on whatever you think about them, but Stanley Johnson, Hollis Jefferson. Um, I just think that they're going to ride this system, and I, I, I really like Nick Nurse as a coach. They're getting OG they're, back, too. Yes, OG, that's who I was going for, too. So, like, I think they're going to take this as a challenge because I think a lot of people, it's like, oh, they lost Kawhi, they're done. And uh, there's there's a lot of vets on there. I think they'll be a really good regular season team. I I don't know how much they will yeah, yeah playoff stuff. Yeah. Okay. So who did you have at eight? I had the Miami Heat. Ooh. Okay. So I'm a little higher on them than you. Jimmy Butler, Dragic. Uh, I debated on not having them in there, uh, but yeah, I think the loss of Josh Richardson uh, will mean a little bit to him, uh, but. I'm anxious to see what they do at point guard spot with Dragic and Winslow. Jimmy Butler gives you everything Josh Richardson does and, and a little more. Does he want all of that defense, though? That's the, that's the thing. Josh Richardson took on the defensive matchups, and that was like his role. I wonder if Jimmy wants that or if it's he's, like, hey, I'm in freaking Miami. Know. He's going to have well, to I, know that that's that's they're going to ask him to do, though. Yeah. Also, just, he's I, in at I 3 like, a.m. You think he's got to be practicing defense at some point. Oh, my gosh. He's got all that time. Six hours like, early to practice. <laughs> I like Bam a lot. I like Winslow. Uh, supposedly James Johnson's not even at training camp because of conditioning stuff. That was wild. He has a conditioning clause in his in his contract and didn't meet it, so he lost out on like two hundred and fifty thousand dollars. That's unbelievable. That's wild. That, Miami um, is just crazy. But yeah, I think um, I, this is another one of the things where I, I honestly, if they didn't have Coach Spo and it wasn't Miami. Yeah. I might not even have in the playoffs because I'm not really in love with their roster, but sure, eighth. Yeah, I have them higher up, but this I think this whole group five to eight to me is just all together. That's like okay. a that's like a tier to me. They could all be in different order. Uh, at seven, I have the Magic. Okay, see, I have the Magic missing the playoffs. Okay, uh, yeah, I feel I feel good about the Magic this year. Uh, I like. They pretty much brought everyone back. They got some depth in Aminu. It doesn't really make sense for their roster, but it adds depth to their their team. Get some Markel Fultz action. Maybe he comes back to form. Uh, they're still back in the playoffs. Jonathan Isaac improving. Aaron Gordon improving. I just like the team there. Yeah, I just don't like all their front court people. They could make the playoffs, and I could see it either way. But I hope Obama has a, uh, has a better year. But yeah, I really wanted too. them to go get an actual good point guard. DJ Augustine is, you know, he's serviceable. But uh, Marco Fultz, maybe. But I think the Vooch thing, I don't want to say it's a full-on one-year wonder, but I think people will figure it out a little bit more this year as far as – That playoff run was tough for him. Yeah, what happened in the playoffs and – I mean, Marcus Gasol happened to him, but <laughs> yeah. But what's crazy was was like Marcus Gasol is not somebody like Bam, you know. Like you would figure somebody would make Vooch look 
not as no, good because Mark Gasol like was a former defensive player of the year, and he's super smart, and he can he, he he's not. Vooch isn't super quick, so he's not going to get around Gasol. Like Gasol struggles right now with quick bigs, but a guy yeah, like what, a guy like Vooch, he'll be able to stop him for sure. I thought I thought Vooch would get exposed against like a quick center instead of somebody like Mark Gasol and a slower but still really good def- you know defensive center. So anyway, the Magic can make. I'm not like up in arms, but they can make the ma- you know, playoffs over the yeah, Heat. Yeah. We got it. So. We got to move on these. Okay, so who do you have at seven? Uh, Detroit Pistons. Okay, that's who I have missing the playoffs. Okay, I really like their team. I think Derrick Rose actually be a really good addition for them. But <laughs> Blake Griffin, yeah, I, I I think he's one of the most underrated players over the past two years, and I'm a believer in them. I like Dwayne Casey too. Number six, I have the Pacers. Yeah, this, I had no clue what to do with these with this team. This was tough because they're they're gonna miss Victor Oladipo until December or January. That's what they're saying right now. And that really scares me for this team. But they did play pretty well without him. They were like a 500 team last year without Victor Oladipo, but they add Brogdon. They get rid of Bojan. It's just an interesting team. They're going to try this Miles Turner and Sabonis lineup that I've done videos on for free Dawkins. You can check those out. The link in the description. Yeah, so I, I picked them as six. I still think they make the playoffs. Victor Oladipo comes back and helps them get there. If Victor Oladipo was healthy the whole season, I had them higher, but this is where I have For sure. They just got to hold their ground with the water while Old Depot's out. Yeah. Who do you have at six? Um, one, two, three, four, five. Pacers. Yeah, I had Pacers. Okay. Yeah. Same. Okay. Number five, that's where I had the Heat. I just like I liked the Jimmy Dang, Butler Dang, you really like the Heat. Yeah, I, I like them. I'm, I picked Bam for most improved player. Uh, okay. I like a couple of their bigs off the bench. I like Olen- Olenek is a fine big off the oh, bench. Get out of here. Uh, I wouldn't want to trade for him like the Mavericks are going to do, but he's a fine big off the bench. Uh, Tyler Hero hitting some shots, Justice Winslow like making some plays, adding Jimmy Butler. I just think that the Miami, the, this is where the the Heat culture hopefully comes back. And I'm I'm I mean, probably a little high on them, but I just didn't like the other teams as much. I was gonna say we need to set an over under on this. Okay, well, actually, we can put a board bet down. Raptor, Raptors and Heat. Who has the better regular? Yeah, season who has the better? Who has the better? I'll take Raptors, and you're gonna take Heat. Yeah. Who do you have at five? Uh, I have the Nets at five. Okay, that's who I have. At, actually, I have them a little higher. A little higher on the Nets. I have the Raptors at four. Okay, and then that's I where like I, Raptors have home court in the playoffs. That's where I have the Celtics. Okay, sweet. Dang, you have the Nets over the Celtics. I do. I think the Nets are going to be better this year. The Celtics. I'm I'm concerned about mm-hmm. that center spot. Uh, I'm not as. Bad. Ennis Cantor is, uh, I, like Ennis Cantor does good things every two years, right? <laughs> the playoff. If there's run. a spot that you could be concerned about, what spot would you pick? One spot that I'm concerned about in the starting lineup as your weakest spot, what would you make? Oh, probably a wing. I guess so. I guess that's right. I don't want to be tough, I, or a, a two guard maybe. I don't. I don't want to be. I don't want to struggle defensively at point or at center. And if you if you struggle at both, then that's oof. That's gonna be hard. <laughs> Kemba yeah, and his canter teams are gonna be able to score all over this team. Yeah, I think I mean they're a prime waiver buyout market. I don't think Cantor's gonna be the only big, but I think it's kind of like him holding ground until they find somebody else. But I, I just think they're gonna be really good offensively. I love their I I think Kemba swapping Kyrie out for Kemba is gonna do wonders for that team. Yeah, there's still just a lot of pieces to integrate too. Gordon Hayward thinks he's gonna be back to and as Cantor said, Gordon Hayward should think about the all star game this year. <laughs> so Dang. we'll see about that. I have Boston at three. Yeah, and I, I have the Nets at three. So we just have, uh, yeah, 
you have Nets a little lower, but yeah, I, I like the I like the Nets. Kyrie, Karis Levert. I like the centers. You know, bringing DeAndre Jordan off the bench is not the worst thing in the world. Starting him would not be great, but bringing him pay, off the bench is, is a good move for him. And then, so then we have the top, the same top two teams, maybe not in the same order. I'm keeping the Bucks number one and going six, yeah, I mean, going Sixers two. Yeah, we don't have to talk about it too much, I guess. But Bucks one, Sixers two. Um, I could see Sixers finishing one because I think they'll be a really good regular season team. Yeah, that'll that'll be interesting. Their defense is going to be stout this year. Adding Horford to that team is man, yeah, that's and and Josh Richardson. Yes, yeah, yeah, replace. Yeah, that's going to be crazy, big time. Okay, let's move on to the West then. Let's go top mm. down in the West because that maybe will right. reveal our Mavericks or not Mavericks picks. All right, the top top down in the number one. I'm picking the Clippers, and I think you're picking the Nuggets. Yeah, yeah, we've both uh, been pretty open about this. I don't have to explain my nuggets thing I've talked about before. Yeah. Continuity, uh, let's go. Number two. I'm going for mm. it. I'm going for it. I'm picking them. I'm picking them. The Lakers. <laughs> Pull their self freak anyway. You're going to pick that. I'm picking the Lakers. I just think that the AD thing, I have AD is my pick for MVP this year. If, if, if he's going to win MVP, then the Lakers have to be this good of a team. And that's what I'm going yeah. for. Uh, newsflash, I'm not that uh, high on the Lakers for this year. Um, <laughs> or any year. I think a while back we kind of made some, uh, or we t- briefly talked about this, and I, I said then, I don't think the Lakers finish with the home court in the playoffs. I think injuries play with that. I have them at five in the West. Um, I just think we're asking a lot. I, I think for them to be a two two seed, you're looking at AD and LeBron both having to play 75, 80 games at least. And I just don't like the, their supporting cast as much as some people. I just do. don't think you're giving Alex Caruso enough credit. He's in the closing lineup in practice, Isaac. If they would play him over Rondo, I might give him a few more wins. Oh, Rondo. Oh, the, the story that Vogel was going to stagger Rondo and LeBron. I was like, okay, well, that's mm. good. Don't play them together, but just don't play Rondo at all. Yes. Yeah, okay. So yeah, I have the Lakers at two. Who do you have at two? I have the Houston Rockets. Okay. So the Lakers and Rockets is where we have switched because I I literally have the Rockets at five and you have the Lakers at five. Ooh! So we could do this, we could this do, could be our board bet team. Yeah, we could do Heat Raptors and then Rockets Lakers is our. Okay, God bless Maverick fans are like I don't even know who I want to root yeah. for Rockets or Lakers. <laughs> Rockets this is horrible or <laughs> to win this board bet. Oh man! Uh, no, yeah, I I think he, what Houston I think the Russ Harden thing will work. And uh, I think they're going to have a really good regular season. Also, the Playoffs last the story. last couple of years, the difference between two and five has been like three games. <laughs> it's been so close. True. It's not like we think that these teams are significantly better than the other one. Number three, I have Utah. Ooh. I, I think I like Utah better than you. Oh, yeah. I have Utah at seven. Hmm. Adding Mike Conley to that th- that team, I think, is going to make them a great regular season team. I mean that that defense is, oof, man. Rudy Gobert, Defensive Player of the Year, and then your two guards are are Mitchell and Conley. It's like good luck trying to score on that team. Yeah, and I like Bogdanovich. Uh, them adding him to the team, Jeff Green, guys. <laughs> Jeff Green. Why did I know that was the first name you're going to say? Uh, no, yeah. I have them at seven. I'm just not as high on them, just yeah, record wise. But oh well. I have the Clippers at three. I was gonna say you haven't said the Clippers yet. All the same, I think I think they have the best team, but it's just Kawhi and Paul George missing games. I think. Yeah. 
Kawhi, I don't think it's going to miss a ton of games. From everything I'm reading, that he's going to be back without a load management plan. But Paul George is the one that you got to worry about. Number four, I have Denver. Okay. So a couple spots. Who do you have at four? Four. Golden State. Wow. Let's go. I'm still all in on it. This is one of my talk, like, my talk about asking a lot of two guys. <laughs> it's not two guys. D'Angelo Russell, too. I mean, but the, the supporting cast around them is way worse than the Lakers supporting cast right now. Have you looked at it? Yeah, I've looked at it, but I don't, I don't know if it's that worse. It's pretty worse. It's, it's the worstest. I mean, it's who's, bad. But who's their backup three? You're overhyping Caruso. <laughs> I, I'm don't give me the Avery Bradley crap either. Just because the Lakers have names that have been in the league for ten years doesn't mean that they're always better than the young guys in Golden State. You you, you picking Glenn Robinson the third to be over over KCP? Maybe, but most people would take KCP because oh he's a Laker. No, I think most Lakers fans wouldn't take KCP right now. Or Avery Bradley? Everybody's like Avery Bradley would be the fourth best player in Golden State. Okay. You lost 40 pounds. That's cool. You haven't been relevant in like, <laughs> I don't know what, past 10 years. Besides the centers, though, who is he better? Who is he not better than on the, the Warriors? No, I just think he's on the same level as like Alec Burks, something like that. I don't think he's like, and while we, he's on, you know, Alec Burks is part of Golden State and all that stuff. Anyway, um, I think Steph's going to have an amazing year. I think their system, I think they're going to be super motivated. What I think the Warriors and the Raptors, despite losing their big stars, will both have home court advantage in the playoffs. That's wild. It's a wild I pick. Know. I feel like I'm in the minority with that, but sure, it's bold. Let's do it. So I went Rockets 5, you went Lakers 5. I have Warriors at 6, so we're not too, okay. di- we're not too different on that. Who do you have at 6? Um, Portland Trail Blazers. There we go. The Blaze. I always hate putting Blazers somewhere because, like, they always get overlooked. Dame and CJ is amazing. But you always look at it and say, all right, if Dame or CJ went down for, like, yeah. two two months, this team's going to crater some. Especially this, this roster. Yes. So, yeah, I put them at six. I put them over the, I put them over the Jazz still, but. Yeah, I, I have the Blazers at seven. You have the Jazz at seven. All right, and here we go. Woo! It's the last chance. A spot. The Come A on, Nick. spot. The last chance for your Dallas Mavericks. Do either Who do you have there? Do either of the hosts of the Locked On Mavericks podcast have the Dallas Mavericks in their playoff picks? We will answer this question after the No, we don't have any more breaks. I was gonna say, yeah, no way we have breaks. <laughs> All right, the team's up for contention. The Mavericks, obviously, yep. the Spurs, Spurs, the Pelicans, sure. Kings. Pelicans, Kings. Nobody else I'm considering. Get out of here, That's Minnesota. It, right. Minnesota is the other one, and then the only other teams are Memphis and the the Suns. Suns, yeah, sure. I was watching Memphis's media day, and uh, one of their broadcasters said, "You know, the only team in the West that you know that can't make the playoffs is the Suns." And I was like, "It's like, are we in Memphis right now?" Like, I'm looking around. Oh. I did the little blinky guy gif in my room by myself, and I. <laughs> okay, I think John Morant put up stats, but. <laughs> oh man, they're real high on Jonas Valanciunas. Real high on that guy. Wow. He's there, Avery Bradley. <laughs> yes. Um. So those are the teams in contention. The Spurs have not missed the playoffs in a billion years. But they are this year because the Mavericks are making it. I'm picking the Mavericks. I picked the Let's Mavericks. Let's go. I put them in all caps. I'm picking them. Call me a homer. I don't care. This is this is a this is a, a pick with my heart. I think. 
No, same. Uh, yeah, obviously I picked the Mavericks too. Um, the duo, everything we talk about on this podcast all the time. We're all in on the KP Luca duo, and I think it'll honestly be one of the best duos in the league, and it'll lead them to the playoffs. We're calling it. We're putting our money where our mouth is. There we go. We both picked the Mavericks to make the playoffs and to face the – I picked them to face the Clippers, and you picked them to face the Nuggets. Mm-hmm. Mavs-Nuggets would be an interesting series because that'd be fun. playoffs Nuggets is not the dominant regular season Nuggets that we're used to. Jokic and KP. And KP. Luka and Jamal Murray. Let's go. Oh, man. That'd be a matchup nightmare for them. Who's going to guard Porzingis? Millsap, Jeremy, Jeremy Grant. Oh, I uh, Jeremy Grant actually would be pretty good. Yeah, but he's springy. You could get him. You could get him off in a pump fake. KP. Hey guys, we got Dwight. We got Boban to guard Jokic. Let's go. The two, the two Serbians. Dwight actually could do pretty good on on Jokic too. You can stick with him. He's strong. He got all that muscle this offseason. All right, there you go. Those are our playoff picks, and uh, we'll do we'll do our playoff picks for the finals and stuff at a different day. But oh, yeah. those are the teams we're picking to make the playoffs. So there you go. Guys, we'll be back probably on Monday unless something notable happens. The Mavericks aren't doing practice tomorrow, so there's not really going to be any news. Uh, and then preseason games are coming up. There's a preseason game that's happening like in 10 minutes as we're recording this, which is wild. Not a Mavericks one. Not one we no, care yeah. about, guys. So there you go. Guys, thanks so much for listening to Lockdown Maps. So, boom. <laughs>